right. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We are in hour two, and we have held over Justin Sutherland, a Top Chef contestant, uh, owner of many restaurants. We went through the whole list here. Handsome Hog, Public Kitchen, Fitzgerald's, Grey Duck, Oxcart, Eagle Street Grill, Green Lantern, which is in the basement of Public Kitchen, Fire and Whiskey, um, which is in New Richmond. And we wanted to remind everyone that you can watch Handsome Hog parties at 7 o'clock. Top Chef parties at Top Handsome Chef parties, Hog. thank you. At mm-hmm. Handsome Hog at 7 o'clock. So even if you don't have tickets for the dinner that we were talking about with the um, Kelsey and Sarah Southern ladies, you can show up at seven o'clock on Thursday at Handsome Hog and watch Top Chef. Yeah. All right. And they'll be there. Yes. Yes. Uh, Top two in hour two. You know what that means. And now the Weekly Dish presents Top two. Top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right. Give me two. Winning, winning, winning. All right. All right. We have held over uh, Chef Justin Sutherland to join us. I think this is our first like guest top two. Actually. I know. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so top two is where we pick two things of that week that we're kind of obsessed with. Steph, do you want to start? Yeah, I am obsessed with um, bunt bread. <laughs> this sounds so strange. <laughs> bunt. I love my bunt pan, my Nordic I, Wear orange bunt pan from I, 1972. Yes, I know. And <laughs> so what I found the other night was a woman had made... Uh, she's a local food blogger. I got to pull up her name so I can give her the right kind of props. Um, in Shakopee, she had made bread in her bunt pan. She made like she used French bread mix and made a bunt a, a loaf of bread oh. out of her bunt pan and then sliced it in half and made a roasted pork loin bunt pan sandwich. Okay, we're all just like looking at this in studio. How it legit is that? Like a giant donut. Who but do I have to credit if I put this on one of my videos? I think you need fantastic. to get on this fast. <laughs> that I is think phenomenal. You, I think Ways are, to my heart is yeah. the blog. I'm just saying, it's just brilliant. It's Laura Durer, and it's like, I thought, why haven't I made, I've made so much stuff mm-hmm. in the bunt pan, but I've never tried to make bread and then cut it in half and make a sandwich, and then you slice the sandwiches, and it's perfect. Genius. For all of you people that are having graduation parties, that's a winner. That is a winner. Yeah, Think like of you all could, the, these bunt sandwiches mm-hmm. sitting yes, around. Yes, it'd be so cute. What I'm a in. display. I'm going to try it. So here's my deal. I'm going to try it, and I'm going to post it next week. Love okay, it. Love uh, it. which means I won't be making it nope. and posting it. Stephanie's nope. going to make it and post it because I always steal her thunder. She steals my thunder. <laughs> um, okay, mine is uh, aspirational top two. Okay. It's nothing I've been to yet, but I saw it and I was like, this is the business I always wanted to have. A new Hopkins shop will be serving oh. books, coffee, and beer. Okay, Cream and Amber is opening its doors. It's at 1605 Main Street in downtown Hopkins. It's mm-hmm. a new and used bookstore with coffee, beer, and books. Yeah. I am just dying. Like, this is my jam. I think I need to do this. Yeah. Oh, you, you need to go? I, or hire someone to make me one of these. Or invest <laughs> just, in one. Just go or, support them. Just yeah, start by yeah, supporting yeah. them. Yes. And then don't take it. I just, the don't idea, steal their thunder. I miss my favorite bookstore. I miss a bookstore. I don't care if it's new or used. I just miss a bookstore. And the community of a bookstore and the coffee and the beer piece is just, oh. Let me challenge you too, though, then say, do not buy any books online this year. Buy them all from bookstores. Can you do that? Wow. I know. Well, that's what it's going to take for you to have, be able to have a bookstore like that, is that we all have to commit to buying books. Does Kindle from, count? Kind of, yeah. It does count. You're, you can't buy Kindle at a bookstore. It's only Amazon. Oh, okay. So go buy books. If you want to have a bookshop and Stephanie an independent, March, that is a really good challenge. Thank you. I can't commit because if I 
I only want to do things I can say I, I can know do. You do. You're true like that. I do like the idea. Okay. And I'm going to think about the idea. Okay. Or maybe every other book you decide that you, instead of clicking buy one click, you go, okay, I'm going to make an effort to go this week to a shop and buy that book. And I think I could do that because yeah. I don't really buy books on Amazon that much, but I do buy them on my Kindle on occasion. Okay. All right. So. Justin, Justin Sutherland, top two, hour What's two. Your first one. Oh, you know, I, honestly, my first one this week is is the BMW X5. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this from is the, the difference <laughs> between you and us. I'm Bunt Pan Brand Cheese <laughs> Bookshop, and you're like BMW X5. Well, did I, they give you a whole car? They gave me. I mean, not to keep forever, but they. Yeah, you know, I did a done a promotion with BMW, and they gave me a car to drive. Um, and I'm pretty obsessed is with it. Is it the it's, one that you're driving in the show all the that? time? The, no. Like the one that they drive around? It's it's the newest version of it's that. It's the newest it's, version it's, of it's that. It's the big one. Um, I've, yeah, I haven't had much more fun driving a car in a very long time. I mean, the thing... Cars are fun. It's it's almost dangerously fun. Like, you can take your hands off the wheel and close your eyes and confidently drive down the street. So. Oh, I love it. Thanks, That's thanks insane. <laughs> That's insane. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's nuts. You, right. what, you have to give it back at what end of, end of this week? Ah, they said so, but... Right, we'll They're going to have to come find They're me. They're going to have to come find me. <laughs> Whoops, I missed the meetup. <laughs> Darn. I love that. The repo so man good. shows uh, up in your driveway. Right. Uh, Stephanie, you're number two. All right, my number two is actually, funny enough, a car thing as well. I just have to give a shout out to Youngsteads in Wyzetta because their customer service is beyond beyond anything. They are the nicest humans. If you're looking, if you need like your tires changed or whatever, let's just say after my little excursion in the Jeep, you know, in the snow fields last weekend, you know, whipping the things, I uh, I got a little ice caked into my wheel hubs. And so I, I didn't realize it. And I went in thinking that I had to rebalance some stuff. I made an appointment and they're like, yeah, it's probably just, you know, ice in your, in your wheel hubs. And they just sprayed it out. They got it out. And they were like, see you later. You know, just, that's amazing. I know without, I mean, they just no charge, just like they, and they did, they could have, you know, brought me in and made me rebalance and done all this stuff to it and given me a huge thing. I'm just saying they're, they're just, it's that very hospitality. It is hospitality in its essence. So shout out to young Seds and Mark and his team in Wyzetta. And for all of you pulling over and thinking you have a flat tire, it's not a flat tire. It's just, you've driven through St. Paul and you have crusty snow up and under your wheel. Well, just like Stephanie. Yeah. And that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's uh, your second one? Well, speaking of hospitality, just a shout out to the waitresses at Welsh's Big Ten Tavern in Blaine. Okay, they are so hospitable there. It's just a tavern. It's just a great place to go on a Friday night for fish fry. But they really, <coughs> I was with little kids that need to have everything on the side, and can I have it this way and that way? And they just were like, didn't miss a beat. They said yes to every request. That's amazing. So shout out to them. Okay, I like Succotash. Uh, we had talked about that vintage. Uh, dishware and vintage things are coming back in. Mm -hmm. This is a little store on Raymond Avenue. They're big weekly dish listeners, and they have a great selection of vintage tableware, glasses, barware, dinnerware, and just cute furniture. That's awesome. Suck a dash. All right. Do you have a second one there, Justin? I do. I do. Um, Well, it's something I'm kind of always obsessed with, but this week week especially um, with the new Allianz Field deal, I'm kind of really obsessed with the city of St. Paul right now. Um, <laughs> you know, cute. you know, as we're preparing to, you know, tell this food story at the soccer stadium, I've been, you know, looking into a lot of the smaller local restaurants and just kind of doing some history on, you know, our the food scene in St. Paul, and I'm just kind of refalling in love with it and getting getting excited to uh, bring that to the stadium. You know, oh. the stadium is located in a really diverse neighborhood, yep. and it's really exciting. I'm happy that Mayor Betsy screwed up the deal, you know, for the North Loop Stadium and that it ended up in Midway because there's so many great things about that area that never get told. It's going to be nuts. I mean, the next 10 years, that area is going to be, you know, it's going to be the new lower town. It's going to be the new North Loop. 
like at a stadium and have like a bon me right or you know an empanada or exactly. something that would be completely different yep. well That's, and especially with soccer because soccer is truly a, the global sport international sport so. yeah so if it didn't it would feel weird yep. if we just had juicy lucy's and fries right. you know what i mean yep. like that's the thing about it so are you in charge of finding and and kind of bringing people in and figuring out the mix yeah i mean that's going to kind of be my role you know working with the delaware north team but you know yeah helping find that you know that small mom and pop shop that's been on university for 30 years and yeah. has you know the best bowl of are the best you know somali food or Hmong food or something you know helping them tell their story in, in their in their community so and then being able to scale up for... And then being able to scale up. Because that's the thing. That's the hard part, I think, is being able to find the people who are, you know, compelling, but then also helping them become helping these them business grow, people you know? who yep. can they, do they this. They generally don't have the platform or the marketing dollars or, you right. know, to do those things. So we're going to help them do that. And- How about that guy at Thai Garden? Have you ever been there? Where's that? Oh, it's on University. Is it? It's so... It's just a great shop. He is the chef in the back. And if you've eaten there, he's come out and talked to you because he talks to every single person and he's just so passionate about his food and about his spices. And he'll tell you like how he loaded there. up his suitcase. And yeah. he, they really have great whole fish. So he does a lot of different whole fish presentations. And whenever you go there, he's always like, get whole fish, get the whole fish, get whole fish. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to go there. Great, I'm going to get the whole fish. Yeah, totally I'm excited. Like, I'm, 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 do it and it's always now. like filled with or covered with aromatics and just mm-hmm. beautiful yeah. greens. And it's just get whole fish. Get whole fish. Thai Garden on okay. University. I know. There's Deal. a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of fun things. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the opportunity and smart of them to pick you to sort of help them do this and sort of see things at a bigger scale. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm very excited. I'll be cooking there quite a bit as well. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's fun. Good. Well done. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for and having me. Always. for our first guest top two in hour two. <laughs> I love it. So good. Thanks, guys. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. That's you. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm Seth March. And we are having a very fun show today. <laughs> I hope that if you are out and about that you're careful. It is a little slick. Yeah, it was there slicker earlier. I'm hoping that the, the salty guys have been out doing their thing. Um. All right. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about the Oscars. Can I ask you something first? Yes. We're going to have an all Oscar day on Monday on My Talk 1071. Steve Patterson is out and about right now working with the folks from the team at Ryan and Kelly on ABC doing all kinds of coverage out in Los Angeles. I did not know that. Yes, he is. He got flown out he to did. be part he of did. their because they He's, loved him and his funny little right. snow thing. He's taking over <gasps> their Insta and uh, reporting, and then he'll be calling in on his show with Donna on Monday from 9 to noon, so you can listen for that. And all day Monday, all of the shows here will be doing all things Oscar coverage. So I just thought we would talk a little bit about the Oscars. Um, My friend Sarah is having an Oscar party. Have you ever been to an Oscar party where they theme it based on the dishes of the movies? I mean, I've done that. You know, we've had, I've had them before where we did like, I remember what was the year, The Help, when it was all the Southern cooking. Oh, that was the best. So she called me and she's got like different dishes that she's doing. I'm trying to think of what she was doing. Oh, she was doing like Roma tomato soup for Roma. Yep. And then um, she had uh, something green Brussels sprouts for, for green, green book. Um, a star is born. She was doing a fruit salad with star fruit and she could not think of anything for black Panther. So, we were trying to think of like something that would be black and I was black like black beans, like doing like a black bean dip or oh, black we bean missed soup that completely black bean empanadas. And in like the empanada dough, you could put a little bit of like dark, like squid ink. So it's almost like that's so smart. I know. 
All I could think of was black sesame seeds, but she was like, no. So we settled on black olives. Okay. Black Panther olive tapenade. And oh, that's she was a good using one too. That as like a little appy. Oh, I like that. Um, uh, black Klansman. She had something that was Southern. Yeah, that was, they had a meal that they were eating. I remember in that movie. I loved that movie. That was one of my favorite. You know, Kurt and I, I fell asleep and he watched it for the first half and then said he didn't like it. But then I keep shaming him. So we downloaded it to watch again this week. Oh, you sh- well, you have to <laughs> today and tomorrow. Yeah, well, we're flying, to- oh, we're that's flying true. tomorrow. So. That's true. You can watch it then. Yep. Um, yeah, there's less. Let's just have a moment for the fact of since this is this is a weird year for Oscars, you know, in host terms the of like hostless Os- yeah. Oscars, as Lori Bargini loves to call yeah, them. Yeah, the hostless Oscars. But I feel like because it is so weird and people, I don't feel like normally we get a lot of like, hey, throwing an Oscar party here are the ideas. I get a ton of those pitches. Zero pitches this I know, year, you guys. It was kind of dark. It was very quiet. And I think it's because they were sort of like, are people over the Oscars, you know, versus because it's got no host. I think it's just in a time of change. And I'm happy for that change because it has been getting clunky. Speaking of change. Yeah. Does it? I don't know why I have feelings about this, but I do. Yeah. That we get Wolfgang Puck always doing the food every single year. And then they trot out him and he talks about the stuff and then they show the stuff and it's always sort of gratuitous. Like it feels like in a year of change that maybe that could have been mixed up a little bit too. Yeah. Cause I don't ever get excited about Wolfgang Puck's food at the Oscars. You know, I think that they could, um, I think that, and this would be the time. This would be the time yeah. to get some Suzanne going in there. Get a female chef to do her thing. Or just She's have LA's like a team. toast of the town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, instead of having it just be him, mm-hmm. maybe having, you know, some of the other, I mean, LA is a, oh my God, do some tacos. Taco Town USA. Like, mix it up. Make it a Jonathan Gold uh, tribute and just do all a bunch of tacos. And I would guarantee that have you, been a good idea? Those people would have loved it better, probably. Yeah, you know what so. I mean. And, but I mean, everyone loves the Wolfgang because he is the, you know, he is yes. the superstar. But I just think, like, you know, it felt a little like meh. Yeah, I me. did too. I did too. I thought I, this everything has sort of been strange. What about Bohemian Rhapsody? What are you guys doing for that? Um, she. What was she doing? You I, could do Bohemian beer. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you could do like I a don't pilsner. Remember what she was doing for that one? Um, what about also- the favorite? <laughs> She had something for that too. Was it a falafel or oh the God. favorite falafel? I don't falafel. Well, just because she was like using alliteration more. Oh, fal- okay. Favorite falafel. Okay, because I was like, that's sort of 17th century England, isn't it? So that doesn't <laughs> so maybe really we make should have of- some tea oh, yeah. or some. Scrumpets. What about vice? Oh, Scrumpet. quail. Crumpet. You got to do quail for vice. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that would be perfect. That's a good one, Steph. I know. Um, or something where you can shoot it in the face. That's. <laughs> Get that, oh like God. the vice president of the United States shot someone in the face. Did basically. you see Vice? No, I haven't seen it either. I wanted to say it's a it's the kind of movie that is a Netflix and chill movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a like tromping it out to the theater for me personally. <sighs> uh, do you have any like if the if Beale Street could talk is that nominated? Yes, with Regina King. Okay. She's nominated for best. Supporting. They're saying do macaroni and cheese. Somebody is saying Chahound is saying you should do Sylvia Woods macaroni and cheese. In there, which I am definitely down for. <laughs> I do like macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Anytime you can have macaroni and cheese, you should. Oh, someone's saying for Bohemian Rhapsody, do disco truffles. I like that idea. What's a disco Actually, truffle? Well, who knows? Just like truffles <laughs> with like little like sparkles on it and stuff. But you could do jello shots for that too. Because <laughs> like the club days, man, 
You yeah. never knew about that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. There was like, okay, I can't even digress to what I was just going to digress to. Yeah. I'm going to stay on yeah, task. Stay on task. Sorry. Um, what would you eat for Mary Queen of Scots? Something white and pasty. Yes. And- haggis. No. <laughs> <laughs> haggis is totally- a good answer. Oh my God. All right. Uh, I think we've covered. Oh, you should totally eat bow buns for the little bow. The nominated, the little short film bow. I want to see that little short film bow. Or dumpling or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. What you is should- the little short film? Because that I saw a um, trailer for that and it looked so cute. I know. No, I'm down with that. I know. Lots of good stuff. Um, when we talk about like movies that you liked that were like food movies. Mm-hmm. You big night. Big you night made, is the top. What is, what is the name of the thing you made? The timbale? Timpano. Timpano. That's I was the thinking thing about you making made. that the other day too. I was thinking I should do another one of those. It's, I haven't done one in a long time. When we first started this show, you did one. Yeah, it, I did them in Easter because I don't. I don't. Have, there's no like Easter food that I lamb. Yeah, but then you know it's like that is sort of not my jam. You know that forever. I mean, I like it. I just it's not my favorite, yeah. so I don't do it often. So I was always looking for something, and so I think in the spring I always did a timpano. What were what are some of your favorite like food movies? Because I like well, the help honestly because she teaches her how to watch you know how to fry chicken. That one didn't even come up when I was thinking about it. Yeah, that's a good one. I know, and I think it's because like, and then she's so proud of the fact that she learns how to cook it herself. You know, and that she kind of puts the spread on for you know her maid, and it's just this. It's just a. It was a very sweet, heartwarming thing. I thought. What connecting about through food? Ratatouille. Yeah, cute. I don't think of Ratatouille as like a food movie. I think of it as a kitchen movie. It's oh, a difference for me. You know like what I mean? When yeah, because food is like the preparation, right? Like chocolat. That's a food movie. That's that was not a, great a kitchen movie, movie. That's a food movie. We're gonna open up the phone lines in the next segment here because yeah. we kind of got our Ask Stephanie portion off a little bit. So six five one six four one one zero seven one. Yeah. If you want to tell us what your favorite food movie is, or you want to weigh in on the Oscars, or you're having an Oscar party, you want to tell us what you're making. Uh, Julie and Julia comes up yeah. as a food movie that people really resonated with. I couldn't stand Amy Adams in that role. Yeah. So it bugged. Yeah. But J- Meryl Streep as Julia Child was everything. Like, she was so great. And I told you, you can watch that movie with just the Meryl Streep portions online. You can watch the Julia movie. They call it the Julia movie. <laughs> and they've cut all the other parts Okay, out. we're going to put a link to that on yeah, our I, show Yeah, you page. have to find it. It's not easy to find. You have to kind of dig around for it a little bit. But you can just watch the Julia Roberts, or the uh, Julia Roberts. Not even. Speaking of Julia Mastery. Roberts, Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, did you I think did not of that love as a that movie. movie. No, I kind of hated that movie. Um, because you didn't like her as the character or because she whined through the whole thing? Yeah, it or? was sort of a little too self-indulgent so, yes. for me to get through. Elizabeth Gilbert has become sort of that self-indulgent thing. Yeah. Which I is, mean, I don't know. I don't really. She's never been on my track. I never read the book. I never. So that was probably part of it. But have you ever seen Chef? Um, where they did the food truck, the rom-com? Oh, yes, yes, yes. No. That was a great That's a Netflix great movie. and chill movie if you missed that one. Yeah, the boys love that movie. It's great. They it's they make sweet. Cubanos every time they get together because of that movie. I like those. I know. A Cubano is a not Cubano. a sandwich that I do, but my husband loves them. Um, somebody's suggesting Isle of Dogs and eating hot dogs for Isle of Dogs. Okay. And I thought I like that was it. funny. Isle of Dogs, I never saw that movie. Ooh, I love it. That is but the movie I love where West, they're I in watch the, all Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, so does my family. Yeah. I just we missed that one. How about Willy Wonka? Do you remember? Yep. Her going by the mushroom and sticking her like whole hand in there and it was cream in mm-hmm. the like circle of the mushroom yeah. and eating it. Yum. 
Yeah. How do you feel about Candytopia coming to the Mall of America? Switching gears quickly. Well, just because it reminds me of Willy Wonka. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I think it's exciting. I think it'll be interesting. It'll it'll either be like a really awesome thing or it'll be like a totally non-payoff. Yeah, totally. Because I think it is weird to think there's a big marshmallow pit and how many people are going to be in the marshmallow pit and how many people are. Go- I mean, I don't get it. I don't know. It's I'm a very a little, Instagrammable scene. It is, but is it is it enough payoff to get actually enough candy, or is it just you looking at candy? Because I don't know if I care enough to just look at candy. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't I do know, know if I care saying. enough to look at an art piece that's made of candy if it's just still a stupid art piece. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I, and I'm saying I don't know yet. It could be amazing. There could be awesomeness to it. Or I just, like watching people indulge in a chocolate fountain isn't as fun as doing it yourself. Exactly. 651-641-1071. If you want to weigh in on your Oscar parties, your Oscar thoughts, your nominations, we're going to take a break and we'll be back. We are here with Weekly Dish, and thanks for being patient with us. Because of Justin's schedule and the snow, we kind of move things around a little bit. So we're going to do the ass portion, Stephanie, of the show. Ass portion, Stephanie? I don't even know what I just said. That was so odd. The ask Stephanie portion, portion we always of the say show. Portion. Uh, we're going to do that right now, and you can call us at 651-641-1071. You can send us a Facebook message. You can go to our show page. You can find us on Twitter at Stuff March, at Stephanie's Dish, and we will answer any questions you have. And Brenda is on the line, and she has a question for us. Hi, Brenda. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I am so excited because you said the word Candytopia. Oh, are you excited to go? Oh, I cannot wait. Oh. Um, I visited my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, two weeks ago, and the exhibit was there. And my daughter is a 20-something. I am a 50-something, and we had an absolute blast oh tell us about it um it is more like an interactive exhibit okay it is a go through and scoop your hand into the candy mushroom okay um there's multiple rooms and each one has a theme and so one is the library that honors the person that was the brainchild of the exhibit itself but everything in each room has a sculpture, an interactive activity, something that is candy-based. And is it tastings in each room? Yeah, yeah. So as you go in and you're waiting in queue as a group to go in, um, there was a seven-foot dragon made out of thousands of pieces of candy. Okay, that's fun. Everything is tactile, so you can touch anything and everything you want. They tell you just not to lick it because it's full of shellac and lots of fingerprints. Wow. I love it. That's Thank cool. you for calling in, Brenda. Thank that you. makes us excited. Yeah. Uh, hi, Mary. Mary wants to talk with us about the Oscars. Hi, Mary. Hi. Um, I was just, uh, my husband and I, what, last week, watched the movie um, Green Book. Yes. And first of all, loved the movie. I just thought it was absolutely incredible. But the tie-in to the food, if you guys have seen it, there's a scene in the backseat of the car where the musician's eating fried chicken for the first time, and I, we were in hysterics Yeah, that that movie is a really good movie I'm if you watch hadn't that, seen it. It's really good. That's a good idea. I'd kind of forgotten about that scene. There's also a scene in that movie at the end where he shows up at the Italian family's like big Christmas dinner. Yeah. Yep. So there could be something there, too. Thanks, Mary. Um Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you have any questions or you want to weigh in, 
Uh, someone did. Uh, Christine wanted us to remember the movie The Hundred Foot Journey with Helen Mirren. Oh, it's a great food movie. That movie. I have not seen that movie, so that's going in the queue. Oh my god, I love that movie. That was on my that was on my uh, on my queue forever, and I watch it like over and over and over again. Okay, because I that, love that. Movie. That's The Hundred Foot Journey with <laughs> Helen Mirren. Can I tell you what I watched the other night? Just quickly, randomly, I forgot sure. how fun it was. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh my God, it is so funny. It's just, it's funny, just quirky. Candy. It's yeah. a quirky, silly movie with zombie killers with, you know, Mr. Darcy as a zombie killer and, and Elizabeth Bennett as a just a badass warrior. It's great. All right. So uh, Pride and Prejudice for Zombies. Um, also, here's a, someone was uh, said that Mary... Mary Poppins. Did you ever see Mary Poppins, the new one? No, not the I mean, new one. But Mary Jalapeno Poppins. They're making hop- jalapeno poppers. Those are excellent. Isn't what that a funny? great idea. That's a great idea. I you thought You know that who was has good. great jalapeno poppers, too? El Burrito Mercado in the deli. Oh. They have them stuffed oh, yeah, with you, cheese you and wrapped with bacon, one. and you yeah. just bake them. They oh, were they're perfect so to pick up, so you don't have to actually try to yeah, make them yourself. Mary Jalapeno Poppers. Mary Jalapeno Poppers. All right. We have uh, Kai on the line. Uh, our hope he's doing double duty. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Good. I have a question about, you were talking, if somebody made a mistake and then there's this restaurant going on university or something and that's going to be the new and upcoming area, it was your chef's second favorite thing. Oh, yeah. It's Allianz Field. He's It's the soccer stadium that he's... But he's oh, going to be... what program- area is that? Is that near the state fair or not? It's Kinda. actually, uh, they call it Midway, mm-hmm. is the name of the area. And uh-huh. it's part of University Avenue runs through the Midway and University Avenue, pretty much from the soccer field to cap to the Capitol, is oh, okay. our version of Eat Street in Minneapolis. Okay, ours All meaning right. St. Paul because I live there. Um, okay, I was just wondering because my son has a house that he's wanting to sell, and it was a couple blocks from the state fair. And I thought, well, if it's going to be the up and coming area, maybe he should wait. Yeah, no, he's good. He's good, and it's a good time to buy and sell. I think too. So, thank you. Um, Here is a Lisa. uh, She says, hi, ladies. My daughter turns 21 and she's anticipating that most of her friends will have left campus due to spring break and she'll have no one to celebrate this milestone with. Plan B is she'll have to go out with her parents. (laughs) (laughs) So if that happens, I want to take her to a special place. I'm looking for recommendations where we could get a good meal, a fun atmosphere and, of course, a cocktail or two for a 21st birthday with your parents. Yep. I would go to parlor. Honestly, I would probably go to Parlor uh, parlor Bar. I would go to Parlor in St. Paul. Did she give us a location? Nope, she no. didn't. So I would go to Parlor Bar in St. Paul because you can kind of, you get great cocktails and you have different kinds of food. You can get a burger, but you can also get, you know, a lovely kind of piece of fish or something like that. And then you have like kind of those double levels. You know what I mean? Like, and it's still fun. What about Not High High Minneapolis? Hi, hi is great. Yeah, because yeah. it's got all the fun drinks. Yep. It's going to be something that most of you have never really experienced before. Right. That's a good one. Um, so it'd be something kind of new and unusual. Um, And then you could go to Can Can Wonderland. I mean, and sort Yay. of have a lot of fun and just sort of play that whole like you're with your parents, but you're drinking with your parents sort of like, you know, game. You're, yeah, <laughs> you're playing the games, but then you're also sort of drinking and that's kind of fun. Um, another one that is always good for a big group is Chino Latino in Uptown. Yeah. You could get the guinea pig yeah. platter. Why not go to Pajarito too? Like that would be a good yes. place to go and have margaritas and have cocktails and get some good plates of food. Oh, I just ate there recently. And those Brussels sprouts, elote, I can't stop thinking about. I know, about. those are so good. 
Um, okay, so there are a few recommendations for you, Lisa. Co- oh, we have so many. Oh, okay. I was nope. going to say I have a couple more Oscar. I'm not going to stop with the Oscar dishes, Please. to be clear. Um, someone saying to get, uh, for instead of a food for Black Klansmen, just do spiked tea, which is like Spike Lee. Cute. Spike tea. I like it. For, uh, how about this? A star is corn. <laughs> <laughs> So you could do corn chowder or corn in the cob or cornbread. A star is corn. These are so good. It's making me want to have an Oscar party. Oh my God. How about this? If Beale Street could tacos. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's a good one. Uh, We have one more call on the line. Hi, Kim. How you doing? Hi, Kim. Hey, Kim. Hi. What's up? So something a friend of mine shared with us uh, that they did. So we started doing it when our kids turned 21. We take them to Mancini's. Oh, nice. Amazing dinner. And we try and go on Saturday night because there's usually a really fun band. And so we go and we, they have, they get to have their first real kind of fun drink, a really amazing meal that's expensive. (laughs) And we go back over to the lounge and we listen to the bands and we watch people and we laugh and have just this amazing time of watching kind of the old world glamour i like it i love this idea this is excellent thank you kim and again it's it's expensive and we all know that and so we usually don't go to mancini's because of that but it's a special night yeah Yeah. special event for your 21st birthday there's some birthdays you got to go all out for yes i like it and you can have a pink squirrel or a grasshopper or a brandy alexander and they don't get mad at you our our uh bartender Mixed our son up some fun old fashioned drinks. He goes, "Have you ever had just plain old whiskey on the rocks?" And my son's like, "No." He goes, "Just try it. Just let's see." And he did a small splash, and then he added some soda, and he and it was just fun. And my son had a really great time. My daughter was a little more timid, so he made her son fun girl foo foo drinks when it was her turn. And yeah. All right, Kim. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Uh, Steph, the like Rob uh, Rob Roy. Yeah, but a twenty year, twenty one year old probably isn't going to be. But if you're going to have like a classic cocktail, like totally. a, a daiquiri, like yeah, a daiquiri the classic Hemingway be. daiquiri, yes, totally. or a gimlet, yeah, with a filbert. Yeah, it depends on what level of uh, twenty one your child is actually at. Is it true twenty one, <laughs> or <laughs> is this like you know the first time they ever drank twenty one? Second 21? level twenty. That's true twenty one, where it's the first time. But you know, there's also second level twenty one, and then other yeah. things. Oh, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we will have the moral of the story for you on the Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, This is the end of the show. It has been such a good run today. Hopefully we've kept you entertained while you've been either sliding around on the highway or... On your way to do errands. Or on your way to Shakopee to try on your daughter's wedding dress. Someone sent us a text. (laughs) Join the show driving. Just lovely. Um, Oh, a couple things. uh, Oh, that just didn't show up. Um, A couple things happening right now besides uh, we talked about beer dabblers Mm -hmm. happening this afternoon and Fit Fest, of course. If you haven't already been there and hanging out. um, There are uh, there's a thing happening today at uh, the Naughty Greek, which we Technically oh, love. yes. I love that place. Naughty Greek, such a cute little place next to us, um, sort of right down the road from us and uh, here at the station on University. But they also have another one. 
I can't remember their second location. On Snelling. Snelling, right. Uh, they are doing what they're calling just Greek night. And it's tonight. And they have live music. They've got Greek bands. They've got food and drink specials. And, Opa! Yeah, they just want you to come party. <laughs> it's like a pre-Lent thing. And I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So if you're looking for just somewhere to go and they have really good food. You did something that I was like, yes. What? Okay, because here's something totally random. Okay. I'm noticing I'm waking up earlier, about a half hour earlier. And then I'm also noticing the bird outside my window. The birds are back. Yeah, the birds are back. The birds are coming mm-hmm. back. The light is happening earlier. And you put something in your blog, which I actually read this week. So kudos to me. What I do? Nine weeks to the green. Yeah, nine weeks to the green. Yeah, it's kind of like it's we're nine only weeks, nine weeks away from springy. Yeah, it was actually Joey, my son, who was like, by the way, I mean, he's like, because I was saying, oh, my God, more snow. He's like, but think of how green everything's going to be. I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Positive Patty. I love Whoa, that. Well done, you. I know. We're going to have the big garden this summer. That'll be fun. Yep. Yep. I know. It'll be exciting. I'm already plotting mine to see, to know that Brussels sprouts will not work because they did not work for me last year. Oh. And they just took up too much room and they never developed into something good. Into sprouts. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I got them. They were just tiny. But I mean, I've been thinking a lot about it, you know, in terms of what I put too many vining things next to each other and I need to spread those out. Yep. Watermelon and, radishes. Yeah. Too many peppers. I planted too mm. many. Don't need that many. You know, overwhelmed as you what were. Did you, what did you miss that's like your biggest like oh I'm gonna totally do that different this year um I think it's it is more of like I didn't get any squash because I put them too close yep and I think that they were just in the wrong I think that they were in the wrong area and I think that they didn't love the one square that I had them in so I'm gonna move see if I can put them over against the fence and hopefully they can find out how they need to so I, I got like one tiny squash and I was hoping for a couple more. Here's an interesting observation. Last I was in Ely last weekend and I saw a marmont who lives in our yard or a pine martin, excuse me, not a marmont, a pine martin. Okay. Which and is I, a what? It's like a, bird? a foxy oh, looking a, thing, but oh. it's black. It looks like a mink with oh. a little. Oh, okay. It looks like a ferret. Face. Yeah. If you say a ferret, a bigger people ferret. knows what it is. Yep. Yeah. But so I was like, oh. Okay, because I saw it last summer, but I didn't know for sure if I saw it, but now I've seen it three times. Yeah. Like, okay, so this thing lives in my yard, and it's going to get through my fence that we just constructed Mm -hmm. to keep the deer out. I I, like It's going to impact my gardening to think about what is the pine martin going to eat and not eat. But is it, will it eat that? Did you look it up? Because isn't it a carnivore? Doesn't it eat small rodents? Okay, no, I'm going to look it up. I don't know. Because I'm not sure if it cares about vegetables. Okay. But maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Um, letting you know that uh, Moochie's Donuts. <gasps> Which people have been so missing. I know. They're back for a hot second. They are at Barrel Theory Taproom uh, Sunday, tomorrow. And they'll have a couple flavors pairing with beers. Just a quick little pop-up. But if you're super missing them and you need your fix, those are back. Those are there. Okay. So just so you know, they eat voles. Mm-hmm. Mice, birds, flying squirrels, reptiles, rabbits, yeah, they're conifer carnivores. seeds, eggs, and even berries. Okay, so, so I don't I know. Don't, they may not go for your squash or anything. They look real cute, though. I know they. It was, and like if this, they eat voles and mar- that's great. Like, because voles will wreck your garden, man. Seriously, I didn't even think about that yeah. either. This yeah, is our you first keep time him up there. there. Yeah. You keep him there. That's very lovely. Hey, if you want empanadas, by the way, today is a good day because you can head out to uh, Honey and Rye. And they are that cute little bakery in St. Louis Park. And they have Quebracho, which is uh, Balin Rodriguez's empanada shop that she's trying to find a location for. So she's sort of nomadic and popping up here and there. And she is at uh, Honey and Rye. And she's got charcuterie and pies. 
which are lovely Yum. little hand pies. I love those. Yes. That's kind of fun. Also letting you know if you're looking for somewhere to go that's kind of warming. Uh, Mill City Indoor Farmer's Market is happening at the museum today. So it's the one in Bachman's. The one in the neighborhood roots, which is Kingfield and Nokomis and all those guys. That's at Bachman's on Lindale. And then, of course, the St. Paul one is always inside at Market House Collaborative. One quick note, too, if you are a food producer and you want to get into either the Stone Arch Festival or Arden Bayfront Park in Duluth, uh, we are taking applications. So check out those websites if you want to apply to sell your stuff. Did you hear about the new spot coming to Lower Town? Do you remember Chef Lucas Almendinger? I did read about this. It's going to be in the Hoogie. In the Higa. Higa spot. Higa spot in Lower Town. Higa because that's what we all do. He's a really phenomenal chef. Yeah, he is. He, I, I really appreciate the way that Lucas cooks. He's, um, he's a protege of Steve Brown, and he's got, uh, you know, he's been cooking around town. He was at Third Bird. He launched Third Bird mm-hmm. when it was a dinner spot. And uh, but the big thing was he did Co-op Creamery Cafe, you know, when they first opened and it was just a lot of really beautiful food. Yeah. The best Brussels sprouts, the sriracha peanut butter ones. Remember those? Yes. And just I mean, he had beautiful food that just was not what it was just one of those mismatches. Like the co-op was that neighborhood and everything else that was not the right fit. They reconcepted, turned it around and came at it another way. And I think that's a good idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think what it has become is just perfect for the neighborhood. Um, but he had some beautiful dishes that were sort of, you know, bridging that 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 sort of fine dining technique driven skill and sort of an accessibility. So he's opening with a partner, uh, Nabil Ahmad in um, Lower Town, a place called Elephant Bar. And what they're doing is sort of. It's really interesting. I thought this was interesting that the owner of the building wanted, you know, to open a, you know, a new restaurant in that space and mm-hmm. was looking and interviewing people. He had, you know, um, Ahmad's uh, was on as the finance guy and they started cooking together with Lucas, Ahmad and Lucas, and they sort of opened each other's minds. And I thought that was very interesting. So that basically Elephant Bar is going to have sort of a, a Pakistani Indian, you know, sort of subcontinent um, spice cabinet, but it's not going to be held you know, hostage by tradition and authenticity, which is kind of lovely. My husband's very first job was working at the Elephant Bar in Las Vegas. Yeah. But this has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Just to but be clear. I just, every time I hear like Elephant Bar, I'm like, oh, yeah. there it is. Yep. Nope. Elephant Bar is, I know there's a, co- there's a Elephant Bar chain up in Canada and, you know, there's a lot of things, but this is just a totally different thing. So kind of exciting to think about, you know, that kind of stuff coming to Lower Town. Yeah. I hope. I hope things are good. Um, in Lower Town. <laughs> I know it like we were saying, it's been a tough week, so go support people. Yeah. You know? Get out to your local spot, even if it's just to have a beer and say hi to your favorite bartender. Uh, it's with all the snow, the restaurants have really just trying to keep up and employees and all the businesses, really. My sister was like, you know, I wonder what the economic impact is from the snowpocalypse and nobody going to work or school forever. I know. It's serious. Yeah. There's a lot of it. And there's a lot of people who are, you know, impacted. Like I said, rent week is coming and that's tough. Hey, I want to give you a report on my butter chicken situation. Oh, please do. Because, of course, last weekend, last week we talked about it a lot, and then I made it for my mom's birthday, um, and uh, we ate it, and it was wonderful. Jake went nuts on the doll. He ate so much, like, lentil. Yeah. Um, but last night, I came home to just a boatload of teenagers at my house, right? And I had been at a couple events, and so I was, I'd had a happy hour, so I was a little bit, but I hadn't had dinner, and I was totally hungry. 
And I thought, you guys, I'm going to eat some stuff. You guys in? And they're all like, um, I don't know, blurg, you know, where they'd eat, eaten a whole bunch of chips. So I started making a big thing of pasta with the rest of the chicken and the sauce. And so I bubbled the sauce down. I thickened it up. I put the chicken in. I threw a pasta in. Amazing. I got like two bites. Hey, they just completely cleaned me out. So I used was, that same sauce and made it with pork chops this yeah, week. I know. And I, I'm just saying that sauce is so versatile. I am making that sauce a lot. Me too. So it's good. Me too. With the extra can of tomatoes. Yes. And a little bit less butter. All right, But gang. other than that. <laughs> no, I'm all in with the butter. All right. More butter. I'm out for the next two weeks. I'm all going right, to Mexico. Fun. 